What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. Tonight, it is September 28th. It's about 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I'm going to be going over the week four start sits. Uh, I got all the charts here, all the games lined up. Uh, the link is in the description if you want to check it out and check out all the updates and the links that I have in there. Uh, basically, what we're going to do in this video is probably for the next like half an hour or so, I'm just going to go over each game for the week here. We have an exciting week. We got a great Thursday night football game. We got a London game. We got some fun primetime games as well. So super excited about week four. Let's hop right into it. Uh, starting with Thursday night football, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored to win by about 447 implied in this one. Uh, I think the Bengals are favored to win because, one, it's at home. Uh, it's also on a short week. The Dolphins' defense got, like, gassed. Like, uh, Buffalo ended up running, like, 90 offensive plays. So I think uh, you might see some soreness on the Miami side uh, defensively. Uh, but either way, you're starting Joe Burrow. You're starting Tua if he plays. I think he's going to play. He's been listed as questionable throughout the practice reports, but I believe he's good to go. And Joe Mixon was also put on the injury report with an ankle, but today he was removed from the injury report. So he's good to go. You're starting Joe Mixon. You're starting Jamar Chase. You're starting T Higgins. And I think right now Tyler Boyd actually looks like a pretty decent start. Uh, I wanted to look at Tyler Boyd's numbers real quick. He had the big game last week where he had the long bomb touchdown or the long catch and run. Uh, let me see where he ranks right now. Currently wide receiver 34 in PPR leagues. Uh, he's had a double-digit game, a 3.7, and a 20.5. He's kind of a flex call. Uh, I'm open to him being in your lineup, though. If you guys need Tyler Boyd questions, go ahead and do it. I probably don't want to start the Bengals' defense. I think it could be okay, uh, but against Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, I just don't trust it. Hayden Hurst, uh, probably on our bench. Samaje Pirine, an interesting guy. I think he's worth a stash play. Again, we saw a lot of Samaje Pirine last week. He looked pretty good. He caught the touchdown. I'm open to Pirine being uh, a decent stash play. On the Dolphins' side, again, I believe Tua is going to play if we look at the link to the practice reports here um they've only ruled out a couple tight ends so far but Tua limited limited Tuesday and Wednesday I believe he's going to play uh Chase Edmonds kind of a low-end RB2 he did get the two goal line carries last week so that's interesting he adds goal line to his repertoire uh among uh being a PPR back so I'm interested in him as a low-end RB2 in PPR leagues you're starting Tyreek you're starting Jalen Waddle uh I probably don't want to start that Miami Dolphins defense again it's a short week they just played a ton of snaps against Josh Allen we're going to bench Raheem, Mike Jasinki, Cedric Wilson. Not really interested in the other pieces here. So keep it simple. Start the receivers in this one. Uh, and then the quarterbacks as well. And definitely Joe Mixon, consider Chase Edmonds. Fun game. I'm going to pick the Bengals to win. Uh, those white helmets are going to be sick. Uh, moving on to the London game. Sunday morning, London, 8.30 a.m. Central time here for me. The Vikings at the New Orleans Saints. Vikings favored to win by three, 43 and a half implied in this one. We're watching the health of the Saints here because they have pretty much everyone banged up besides Chris Olave. Jameis Winston, uh, I don't think he practiced today. Michael Thomas didn't practice today. Jarvis Landry did not practice today. Let me click on this real quick for you guys. Now it's early. I'm not sure when they're going to fly to London. I think they're going to get another full practice in Thursday. We'll see if they leave on Friday or Saturday. But uh, Jarvis Landry not practicing. Michael Thomas not practicing. Jameis Winston not practicing. So we have to really monitor that. I think as right now, you're probably going to start Alvin Kamara as an RB2. And Chris Olave, I believe, even if Thomas and Landry are in, you're going to start Chris Olave. So it's hard to gauge things right now. It's early in the week. <laughs> but I want to start Chris Olave. I want to start Alvin Kamara. 
if Thomas plays, I'm open to Michael Thomas. Maybe start the Saints defense, but I don't know if I trust it. Uh, again, we have to watch the news here because I don't think Landry is going to play. We'll see about Michael Thomas. It's just there's a lot of question marks here. And, and who knows? Maybe Jameis Winston doesn't play. Maybe it's Andy Dalton. I think we have to monitor this situation, so we'll come back to the Saints. But for now, fire up Chris Olave. I think he's he's kind of uh, he's kind of earned a spot in our starting lineups right now. Kirk Cousins, I like him as a low-end QB2 in Superflex Leagues. Dalvin Cook, he's going to be listed as questionable into this one. Uh, I believe from the news and the notes that I've gathered is he can play through this. He didn't practice today, but uh, basically he's at a point where he can play and not further injure it, essentially. So it's a, it's a pain tolerance thing. He's probably going to play with a harness. We'll watch for him to play. I think he's going to play this week, so he's going to be a low-end RB2 if he does go. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Irv Smith is an interesting guy, more of a, a streaming tight end. I don't know if I'm going to recommend starting him, but I put him there as an option. I like Adam Thielen in this one. You're only going to use Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook's out. Uh, and then KJ Osborne, interesting flex guy as well. I'm open to starting this Vikings defense because, again, there's a chance no Winston, no Thomas, no Landry. Uh, we'll monitor that for the future. But so far, it's a murky game here. Questions on both sides. Dalvin Cook banged up. Michael Thomas, Landry, and Winston. So this one's kind of hard for me to gauge. At the moment, I'm probably going to lean with the Vikings to cover in this one. Uh, so we'll pick them in London. Either way, I'm excited that we have a London game. I just hope everyone's healthy uh, for this one to be enjoyable. Moving on to the Sunday early games, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Atlanta Falcons. Browns favored to win by one and a half, 49 and a half total implied in this one. I, I think both QBs are pretty solid in super flex leagues. I like both as QB twos. You're starting Nick Chubb. You're starting Cordero Patterson. I think you're probably starting Kareem Hunt as a low-end RB2, if not a flex. I like him in all formats. Uh, he almost had a touchdown last week, a couple chances at the goal line. I think you're starting Amari Cooper. Uh, he's earned our trust two weeks in a row. Drake London's been hot for three games. You're starting both receivers there. And then I think David Njoku and Kyle Pitts are both starting tight ends this week. Njoku, of course, the massive breakout game last week. We'll look for him to continue that. Uh, outside of that, there's really nobody else that we want to mess with. I think the Browns defense is usable, probably not the Falcons defense, and we're just going to leave all these other players on the bench. We'll see if Tyler Algier gets more work. He's an interesting stash in deeper leagues. Uh, but otherwise, there's it's a really easy start sit chart for both these teams. Like we know their names, we know the games, and we know how they want to move the ball. So start the studs in this one. I'm gonna take the Browns on the road here, but the Falcons have been pretty pesky. I think they've looked good, got the road win last week to get their first win of the year. Uh, but I, I like the way the, the Browns are playing with that running game, Cooper and Njoku in the passing game. And uh, they got a couple extra days rest compared to the Falcons. So I'll take the Browns in that one. Moving on to the Commanders and the Cowboys. Cowboys favored to win by three. A low scoring 42 and a half total implied in this one. I think both QBs are QB twos for Superflex. I don't want to dabble with these guys in, in 10 or 12 man leagues where there's just one QB being taken. Uh, Antonio Gibson. He came through with the touchdown last week. I think that was nice. I don't know if that's going to be dependable. It was kind of garbage time touchdown, but he can be a nice RB2 for you. Uh, but we want to get the receivers in this one. I think Curtis Samuel is approaching must-start territory as a wide receiver, too, in PPR leagues. He is clearly a huge part of the game plan with the targets and the carries and everything. He is probably the best start on the commanders. Uh, and, of course, you're starting CeeDee Lamb. I think he's proven now two weeks in a row he can come through with Cooper Rush. Terry McLaurin, as much as we've kind of been picking, you know, picking at him, like he's been over double digits in three straight games. He's getting numbers. So Terry McLaurin looking like a fine wide receiver three Logan Thomas kind of let us down last week. I think he's more of a fringe tight end one. I don't know if you have questions on him, but let me know if you guys have Thomas questions, Dalton Schultz. I think he's going to be good to go. And uh, I believe he practiced today. Let me double check. 
Uh, it's not in there yet, but I'm pretty sure I saw him get a limited practice day. So assuming Dalton Schultz is going to play, you're flexing uh, the running backs here. Ezekiel Elliott, J.D. McKissick, Tony Pollard. I think these guys are all kind of low-end RB2s in PPR leagues. It was nice to see Zeke look Zeke looked pretty good against the Giants. He ran for the touchdown, had a nice yards per carry. I might actually move him up here to the RB2 spot. Um, so for me, McKissick, a nice 8 to 10 point floor in PPR league. I think Tony Pollard's worth a start as well uh, if you need RBs. And then the ultimate flexes here are Noah Brown, Jahan Dotson. Uh, I'm expecting Michael Gallup to play. I'm going to recommend not starting him, though. We want to wait and see what his workload looks like. If he's only out there for like 25% of the snaps, he's not going to be very useful. So hold on to Michael Gallup. I think we're, we're interested in Noah Brown for one more week. Do not start that commander's defense. I don't think they're playing very well, but I'm open to starting the Cowboys defense because they can get to the passer. Carson Wentz struggles. We saw what happened against Philadelphia last week. So kind of a fun game here. I'm excited to get Michael Gallup back in the fold. Maybe in a week or two, we'll get Dak Prescott back in the fold. Um, so get your guys in on both sides. I'm going to take the Cowboys to win here. Cooper Rush has been hot, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Carson Wentz and the Commanders give it their best shot. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. Moving on to the Seahawks and the Lions. Detroit favored to win by four and a half. A high total here of 50 points implied. I think both QBs are low-end QB2s in Superflex leagues. If you had to start one, I guess I'm okay with Jared Goff in a QB1 league. Uh, you're starting Jamal Williams. If you have him, he's a top 10 back this week. I, I get a lot of questions. Should I start this guy or Jamal? I, I want to lean into this matchup. Jamal Williams is a must-start play this week. I believe Amon Ross St. Brown's going to play through this ankle thing. We'll monitor his practice reports, but if he plays, you're going to play him, of course. TJ Hawkinson finally came through with a touchdown last week. He looked pretty good. Uh, DJ Chark's still an interesting flex option. Maybe the Lions defense. I, I don't know. I, I'm really not excited about it, but if you're in a pinch and you need to, I don't think DeAndre Swift's going to play with that shoulder injury. It makes sense to sit him week four, week five. They have the bye week six, let him play week seven. Uh, and then monitor the Reynolds is Craig Reynolds, the backup running back to Jamal. Uh, and then Josh Reynolds had himself a really nice game last weekend. So he's their wide receiver three. Don't know if I trust these guys. I'll stick with the ones at the top here uh, on the Seahawks side. Geno Smith, they opened the offense up last week. They threw the ball extremely well. I think Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both in play. Uh, I'm just very curious to see who the Lions stick Jeff Okuda on, because uh, if it's Metcalf, you're going to like Lockett. And I, I think that's probably the matchup that's going to happen. So it might be a Tyler Lockett week. Make sure you get him in your lineups. Uh, and then Rashad Penny, he's not going to get a better matchup all season. Like the Lions are the worst team allowing running back points. So Penny, a low-end RB2 flex play. Say no to the Seahawks defense. Uh, we're going to monitor all these guys from the bench here. Uh, but I think the Lions are going to do it. Of course, we, we definitely need Amon Ross St. Brown to play. Uh, but I like the Lions offense. I think they're at home. So uh, I'm going to pick the Lions to take out the Seahawks. Moving on to the Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts picked to win by three and a half, 42 and a half implied. Uh, as far as must starts in this one, you're starting Henry, you're starting JT, you're starting Pittman Jr. After that, a lot of questions. I think both QBs can be super flex QB2s. I don't know if I feel good about them. If you're in a 10 or 12 man you know, league where you just need one QB, I think I'll leave that. Uh, leave them on the, the waiver wires. Uh, but we got some interesting flex options. Traylon Burks played a lot of snaps and, a lot, and ran a lot of routes last week. I think his breakout is coming. If you're, you know, in a 12-man league and he's, you know, on the waivers, you should probably pick him up. I think he's he's due for a breakout game. We're seeing rookie receivers left and right just put up monster numbers. 
Burks can have that game uh, soon here. Maybe it's against the Colts. I think Naheem Hines is interesting uh, as, again, just a low-end RB2 in PPR formats if you need someone there in deeper leagues. Uh, and then Robert Woods played fantastic last week, so he's kind of back in the wide receiver three flex territory. Uh, if I had to pick a defense here, I'm going to pick the Colts defense. We'll see if Shaquille Leonard can play in this one. Uh, and then we're just going to monitor all these guys from the bench. I know Jelani Woods caught two touchdowns last week, but we're not going to risk starting him. Uh, we just we need more info. They, they have too many tight ends. Uh, so we'll monitor all these players on the bench. Stick with the studs in this one. Consider some of the flexes. And uh, I'm going to pick the Colts to keep it rolling. Uh, the Colts, man, uh, all of a sudden, you know, one, one, and one. They could be potentially, uh, you know, looking pretty good there with two wins uh, by, uh, I guess, in the division here against the Titans and then one against the Chiefs. So I'll take the Colts and we'll move on to the Bears at the Giants. One of these teams is going to be three and one, which is just crazy to think about. If you would have told me that in August, I would have, I would have been like, oh, my God, what happened? Uh, but here we are. Giants picked to win by three, a low total of 38 and a half in this one. As far as must starts, the only must starts are Saquon Barkley and Khalil Herbert. The, the Bears have not officially like said much on David Montgomery, but he's got a high ankle sprain. I don't think he's going to play for the next week or two. Herbert should have been picked up on your waivers. I think he's a really strong play this week. Uh, both running backs, top 10 top five plays potentially uh, both QBs, low end QB twos and super flex leagues. I think I prefer Daniel Jones, but again, these teams are just not throwing the ball. Well, they both have uh, minimal weapon, we minimal weaponry at the moment right now. So they're, they're to me, they're, they're, they're kind of almost unusable in any format right now. I do like Richie James. The injury to Sterling Shepard was, was a huge loss. And I, I think Richie James is kind of their last man standing uh, of a decent receiver. He's kind of their slot man, quick player. He also returns punts. So you could get a big play there. Uh, but Richie James, I, I think in 12 man leagues, he should be picked up at the end of your bench. Uh, I'm open to starting the giants defense. Uh, and honestly, we can't start. I cannot recommend any of these players. We're leaving Mooney on the bench. We're leaving Komet on the bench until we see more from these guys. Uh, we're leaving Tony on the bench. Hopefully he gets more work now that Shepard is gone. Kenny Galladay, borderline cuttable in 12-man leagues. Uh, but there's a lot of opportunity on the field for both teams' wide receiver groups. It's just Whew, this is this is going to be an ugly game. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants at home, defeat the Bears. We'll see uh, if they can move to 3-1. and one. Uh, this is a fun game here. The next one is Jacksonville at Philadelphia. The Eagles picked to win by six and a half, 47 and a half implied in this one. As far as must starts, I mean, Jalen Hurts balling out right now. He's an MVP candidate. You're starting A.J. Brown. You're starting Christian Kirk. I think at this point, you're starting Devonta Smith. You're starting Dallas Goddard. You're also probably starting James Robinson as a low end, uh, as a nice RB2. He's gotten a touchdown in every game. I think Miles Sanders kind of disappointed us last week, but I consider him a steady RB2 as well. Uh, and then you have the Jags here. They have a tight end in Evan Ingram who can be a fringe tight end. I think I like the volume there. He almost had a touchdown last week. I think you continue to roll with him. The Eagles have been awful against tight end for the last year and a half or so. I want to lean into that. So I like Ingram this week. Uh, and then take your pick at a flex here. Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, ETN. ETN is between 8 to 10 PPR points the first three games. Zay Jones looking like a potential wide receiver three. If I had to choose one Jones, I want Zay over Marvin. Uh, both guys can be used. I know the Eagles have a pretty good secondary. That is the problem. So you might see them lean onto Christian Kirk in the slot role. Uh, but either way, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, they're both kind of deep flexes. Trevor Lawrence, I'm not going to say to start him in a, in a one QB league. I think in a super flex league, though, he looks pretty good. 
Eagles at home, though, like this, we saw what this defensive line did to Carson Wentz last week. I just, I'm, I want to pump the brakes on the Jags a little bit. I'm very excited about what Jacksonville's doing, uh, but they're running into a pretty dangerous situation here in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles to win. Maybe the Jags cover, though. We'll see. Uh, I just, I don't see how they're going to stop this offense. This offense is playing super hot right now. I just, I love the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles to win. We'll move on to. Kind of another stinker here, the Jets at the Steelers. Steelers favored to win by three and a half, 40 and a half total implied in this one. Both QBs barely usable in super flex leagues. This is just kind of the, the tone for the rest of the game here. Najee Harris, you're going to start him based on volume. He's a low-end RB2 or a solid RB2 in PPR leagues. Uh, Deontay Johnson, a, a solid wide receiver three in PPR leagues. Both tight ends are usable, very serviceable. I think Conklin's tight end three on the year right now. Uh, I'm curious though because all the volume that joe flacco had he threw the ball 155 times in three games that's a 50 you know 50 attempts per game they're not going to let zach wilson throw the ball 50 times per game so i'm i'm more hesitant to start my jets this week i want to see what the zach wilson offense looks like before we trust it this is basically week one for the jets now so i'm going to pump the brakes on all my jets conklin Brees, garrett wilson elijah moore sure uh, i like all these players but there's some risk involved here so if you guys have jets questions please fill them out below start that steelers defense we're going to bench michael carter i think Brees hall's taken over uh continue to bench claypool pickens Jalen Warren until we see otherwise. So I'm not super excited about this one. I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, hopefully they move to two and two. Uh, moving on to the game of the week here. I think it's Bills at Ravens. Bills favored to win by three. 52 total implied in this one. You're starting Josh Allen. You're starting Lamar Jackson. You're starting Stephon Diggs. You're starting Mark Andrews. After that, I think Singletary's earned my trust as a running back, too. I like him in that role. Gabe Davis, I like him as a wide receiver three. He's going to be boom bust. That's what you signed up for. Uh, he he kind of profiles similarly to like a Mike Evans. He almost had a touchdown last week. I think he's going to have a good game against the Ravens. So lean into Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie in a 12-man league. He should be picked up in PPR leagues. He had a nice game last week. Uh, and then Rashad Bateman, Devin DuVernay. I want to I continue to try Rashad Bateman, I know he didn't have a great game last week, but two out of three games, he's been a hit. Uh, I'm probably going back to the well with him just because Lamar's playing so well. Duvernay could probably be picked up in 12-man leagues. I don't know if he's a trustworthy start, but he's been over double digits in three straight games. Uh, maybe start the Buffalo defense. I kind of want to lean into not using either defense because, uh, again, there's 52 total points implied in this one, and it's a close game. Uh, other than that, we can't trust Dawson Knox. We can't trust Jamison Crowder. Can't trust Zach Moss or James Cook. Same with the running backs on Baltimore side. I like Dobbins, but I need to see more uh, as Justice Hill had more opportunity than him last week. Isaiah likely down here as well. So just start the guys that we trust, and let's see if we can learn more about some of the guys that I have listed here on the bench. Super exciting game. I think Buffalo's going to take it uh, and, and move to 3-1. and one. Moving on to the Chargers and the Texans. Chargers favored to win by four and a half, 44 and uh, Chargers, Chargers favored to win by four and a half, 44 and a half total implied in this one. On the Texan side, I don't have any must starts here. I think Cooks is a low end wide receiver three flex. Damian Pierce, a low end RB2 flex. This might be a Rex Burkhead game if they're trailing. He's interesting in PPR formats. Uh, but you want to get your Chargers in. Justin Herbert, he's back. He's fine. He's probably going to have a nice game as a QB1. Austin Eckler, I know he's not getting a lot of carries or no rushing touchdowns or no touchdowns, but he's hitting his floors, guys. Touchdowns will come. Please do not panic on Austin Eckler. This is the game that he'll break out. I have a good feeling about it. 
Texans just let Chicago run all over them last week. So I think that's the big part of the game plan, get the running game going. You're starting big Mike Williams. Keenan Allen looks like he's going to play this week, so I like Keenan. Gerald Everett can be in your tight end one streaming thoughts. Uh, and then Josh Palmer, uh, he, he's been playing pretty well the last two games. Uh, I do think there's potential for him to continue his success. Uh, and then I, I know the Chargers defense did not play very well last week. They let up a ton of points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but I'm willing to go back to the well here. I know it's a road game, but the Chargers defense, even without Joey Bosa, they have a lot of good players in that secondary. Uh, and it's it's just Davis Mills and the Texans. Uh, they don't have a win this season. I, I think it's a low-hanging fruit game. Uh, Jalen Guyton on IR. Uh, just monitor these guys on the bench here. So start your Chargers. Consider some Texans. I'm going to take the Chargers uh, in this one to get their second win of the season. The Sunday late games, we have the Arizona Cardinals. This actually might be a noon game. Let me double check that. Uh, but the Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers favored to win by two. 43 total implied in this one. Uh, as far as must starts in this game. For the Panthers, it's Christian McCaffrey. DJ Moore, man, I'm going to give you one more week. Give you one more week as a wide receiver three. Uh, otherwise, we'll hit the panic button. Baker Mayfield may be a QB tune super flex league. It's, it's just a, such a good matchup. The Cardinals defense is not great. Um, so I'm going to continue to use CMC, DJ Moore consider Baker Mayfield. Uh, then you have Kyler Murray. He's a must start. James Conner, good start for him this week against Carolina. Marquise Brown, continue to use him, continue to use Zach Ertz. Uh, and then waiver wire guy here, Greg Dortch. He's been over double digits in three straight games. I think in PPR formats, he needs to be owned in 12-man league. So uh, look for him. Uh, I don't think Rondell Moore is going to play. I don't think AJ Green's going to play. So uh, another heavy workload potentially for Greg Dortch. You know, Benjamin, just the backup here. We're not trusting either uh, of any of these players here on the bench. LaVisca Chenault looked good, though. We'll see if his role continues to uh, to grow here. I just I have such a hard time trusting this game. Cardinals, Panthers, maybe some of the defenses here, but I just I don't feel great about it. So uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals on the road here, uh, but this one could really go either way. We'll move on to the Patriots and the Packers. Mac Jones not going to play in this one. There's no way he plays with that high ankle sprain. If he does, I'd be very surprised. The team is preparing for Brian Hoyer at the moment. So Hoyer, if you're in a pinch in a super flex league, maybe he's a QB too. But otherwise, you're, there's no must starts on the Patriots side. We're watching the health of Jacoby Myers. He didn't play last week. We'll see if he plays. He might be busy. Uh, but Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, that's going to be the game plan. Can they run on the Packers? We'll see. Uh, both Stevenson and Harris are low-end RB2s. I actually, in a PPR format, I prefer Stevenson. He was kind of the, the, the primary third down back last week, ran a lot of routes. He looked good doing it. Both guys scored a touchdown. So, again, if the Patriots are going to have any success, it's through these two guys. Uh, again, Mac Jones. Probably not going to play Aguilar, Parker, Henry, Smith. I do not trust these guys. Start them at your own risk. Uh, it's showing up the Packers. The Packers are nine and a half point favorites at home. Aaron Rodgers may be a QB one, but he looks best as a QB two in Superflex leagues. You're starting Aaron Jones. You're starting A.J. Dillon. Again, A.J. Dillon, I, I get a lot of questions on him. Packers are almost 10 point favorites at home. You should start A.J. Dillon. He's going to get his 15 to 20 touches. Robert Tunyon is actually one of my favorite tight end streamers. He's very low owned in ESPN leagues. He should be picked up uh, before he has a pop-off game. Romeo Dobbs, I think he's a must start this week. I think he's more of a wide receiver three than he is a flex. Lazard can kind of be the same thing, wide receiver three flex. Start that Packers defense, and then we're going to monitor the health of Watson, Randall Cobb. Uh, but it's, it's showing up all Packers. Packers by nine and a half. Uh, I like them at home. 
Moving on to the Broncos and the Raiders, both underperforming. Technically, the Broncos are two and one, but their offense has not caught fire. The Raiders, 0 and three. They're the only team that's 0 and three in the whole league. Uh, yet they're favored to win by two and a half, 44 and a half implied in this one. As far as like these quarterbacks, they're kind of untrustworthy as QB1s. I think they both look good as QB2s. They're fringe top 10, top 12 guys. Let me know if you have questions on them. Uh, I'm starting Javante Williams, of course. I'm starting Cortland Sutton. He looks really good. Jerry Judy, kind of a headache so far. He's kind of a wide receiver three flex. I might even drop him down here. Uh, I'd rather play Melvin Gordon than Jerry Judy. I trust him a little bit more. So Gordon as an RB2 flex looks fine. Maybe start the Broncos defense. They've played pretty well through three games. Uh, we're not going to trust any of these guys here. On the Raiders side, sure, Jacobs can be a low-end RB2. He gets the volume. He's getting enough work in the passing game as well. You're starting Devontae. You're starting Darren Waller. Uh, but I have to put a huge questionable label on Hunter Renfro. He did not practice again today. He was out with a concussion last week. Still not practicing on Wednesday. So concerns there. If Renfro can't go, that's going to make Matt Collins an interesting piece. Uh, again, I think a lot of people picked him up off waivers this week. I don't know if I trust that quite yet. I like to see some more consistency from Matt Collins, but so far so good. Uh, and then leave these guys on the bench. We're not going to – I know the Broncos offense hasn't performed well, but they're going to start to slowly uh, turn things around. So say no to the Raiders defense. I think I'm going to take the Broncos in this one. The Raiders, man, hard to trust. Their offensive line's not very good, and their defense is just not very good. So I'm expecting the Broncos uh, to come in there and get the offense clicking and maybe Russ – uh, gets a little loose. Uh, let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It sounds like this game might be moved to Minnesota. Thoughts uh, thoughts out to anyone involved in the in the Florida area, uh, the hurricane. Uh, it's some nasty stuff going on, especially Thursday to, or today's Wednesday. It, it, it pretty much the eye of the hurricane hit today, uh, and there's just a lot of bad things going on. So hopefully you guys are all right. Uh, but anyways, Chiefs at Bucks. Chiefs favored to win by two. 45 and a half implied must starts on the chiefs. Of course, Mahomes, Kelsey. I don't think we can start Clyde Edwards lair this week. Tampa Bay just limit, like they just limit the running back points. So that's, that's a tough ask. Uh, Edwards Lair has been scoring touchdowns, but I don't know if I trust it. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster, probably the most dependable guy, not named Travis Kelsey on this roster. He can be a low end wide receiver three flex in PPR leagues. Uh, and then McKinnon, this might be a Jarek McKinnon game. If they're having to throw the ball, uh, a lot because they can't run. I'm open to starting the Chiefs defense, uh, but none of these guys down here can be trusted. So we'll monitor them from afar. On the Buccaneers side, we're expecting Mike Evans back, of course, from suspension. I think Julio's going to play, and Chris Godwin has a chance to play as well. So Tom Brady could be looking pretty nice. I have him ranked as a quarterback one. You're starting Fournette. You're starting Mike Evans. If Julio plays, I kind of want to get him in there as a wide receiver three flex. If no Godwin, I still like Russell Gage. Uh, and then maybe the Bucks defense, uh, the Chiefs offense, I don't know. It, it doesn't impress me so far through three weeks. Of course, week one they did, but they've struggled against the Chargers and the Colts defense. Tampa Bay elite defense here. I'm open to Tampa Bay. Uh, but monitor these guys on the bench here. Even if Godwin plays, I don't know if I love it. Uh, I'd like to see him uh, continue to get healthier. So this one, kind of fun. I think the Bucks can do this. Both teams are 2-1. and one. Uh, I, I kind of like Tampa Bay at home here. But if it's in Minnesota, that's going to change things a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll probably go with the Chiefs if it's on a neutral field here. And then let's finish up with the Monday Night Football game. Rams at 49ers. 49ers pick to win by 2.5. 
over under 42. I'm just surprised here. I think the Rams are a better team uh, as far as must starts on the Rams. Stafford still a top 10, top 12 QB play. I think Cam Akers is overtaking Daryl Henderson here as the lead back. He's a low end RB2. Of course, you're starting cup. I think Higby has earned himself a start in our lineups as a top five, top 10 tight end. Allen Robinson, what do we do with it? I, I mean, at this point, I think you can leave him on the bench. See what happens this week. You know, let me know what your options are. If you need Allen Robinson or someone else, I can make that decision. If you need some help with that, but uh, it's a tough, it's a tough situation right now for Robinson. We do not trust him. I, I think I'm fine with him sitting on my bench and letting him show us what he can do this week, and we can make a better decision next week. Start that Rams defense. Hendo Skoronic, not interested. On the 49er side, must starts. Of course, you're starting Debo. I should sell, I should spell Samuel right. Uh, you're starting George Kittle. Ayuk is a solid wide receiver three flex. Of course, he caught the touchdown last week. Uh, and then Jimmy Garoppolo, just a low-end QB2 in super flex leagues. I thought Jeff Wilson looked fantastic against the Broncos. He just didn't get enough volume for them to get anything going. I think he had 12 carries for like 70-some yards. So I do like Jeff Wilson in this one. I think he's a low-end RB2. Uh, maybe the 49ers defense again they're kind of expecting this to be low scoring uh, and just leave these guys here on the bench I'm going to take the Rams uh, on the road here but again the Vegas odds are saying the 49ers uh, pick to win so this should be a tight a tight-knit game here I just think I like the 49er or I, I like the Rams uh, offense a little bit more so we'll we'll, we'll stick with the Rams uh, and that's going to do it that is the week four start sits uh, I have a live show tonight that I'm going to be preparing for. So uh, if you're new to the Fantasy Fellowship, definitely subscribe to the channel. Check out the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, my weekly schedule is Wednesdays. I kind of do this video. I get all the start sits out there for you guys to get you set up. And then we have a live show Wednesday, Thursday night. Uh, come, come, you know, get your questions answered, all that good stuff. So uh, I will see you guys in the live stream. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good evening. And uh, we'll see you around. Peace. Peace.